This podcast is brought to you by CATV, building community in the Upper Valley through media. Welcome to the eighth episode of the Intersection Podcast with your host, Julius. We are launching this local podcast to promote different voices from the Upper Valley and sharing their experiences on community and providing a forum for each participant to be heard without comment or judgment. Our guests will remain anonymous and we invite you, listeners, to just simply listen. What is your personal vision or definition of community? That's a good question. I think it's like, it's something like where people come all together to help the greater good or help one another in a situation where one might need it. Because like, you don't really see that much nowadays, especially around the parts I've come from. When you talk about community parts where you come from, what does that look like? Normally a lot of violence, a lot of cop interaction, not the best, just a lot of trouble. And you would consider that not the community that you envision, right? No, not at all. What would a community look like to you, though? Maybe less violence, less senseless killings, a happier, not like movie-type place, but like a more happy environment where people are more out to help each other. That's all I've really wanted my community to be, but I could never do that by myself. It kind of took a greater power than I possess to do that. So when you say you can't do it by yourself, I would think that it would have to come from others as well, right? Yeah, exactly. Can you expand a little bit more about how that experience shaped your vision about community? So I came from a background not a lot of people can relate to, like a lot of gang violence, a lot of drugs, a lot of just bad energy when you walk out the house, but I never really kind of fell into the same path as a lot of my friends did. I don't really know what it is about that environment that takes the life out of you, but like I see being around here, it's kind of a softer environment, more family friendly, if you will. And I guess my two kids kind of like made me want to be a part of this environment more than what I came from. It's just safer. It's not the best. It still has its problems, though. Mm-hmm. Police brutality, a lot of racism, just a lot of senseless garbage that can be dealt with, but like in the appropriate manner, you know? And that is mostly in this area where you are right now. Yeah. So how did you experience community in the Upper Valley? I mean, you mentioned something about it now, but... How, how 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 do you experience that community in the Upper Valley? Do you see it? Do you feel it? I mean, can you tell me, is that a community, is that what you're seeing now or feeling now? Because I'm, I'm comparing it based on where you used to be. Now you say you're in a smaller place. Now that you're here, do you experience community here in Upper Valley? It definitely depends on the day. A lot of of the same stuff that I dealt with in my past experiences, but on a shorter, smaller level that I feel like it's easier to clean up. You know, people just kind of work together to do so. But I also notice a lot of people around here, they talk about doing it, you know, cleaning it up, making it a better place, but they're not really about it. For the most part, they'll just sit there and make excuses to why they can't do it. But then like when the cameras start flashing, you know, they'll be out there making it seem like they're a local hero. Meanwhile, we're still sleeping in tents. We're still getting harassed by the cops and all that. Why do you think that is? I don't really know. I think it's just an image that the world has portrayed on people like us. How different is that being in a small community such as the Upper Valley compared to maybe maybe a larger city? 
it's really not that different. It just depends on the life you lead, in my experience anyway. So what do you do to build community? I don't really know, honestly. I think I'd sit back and watch what kind of needs to fixing and make a game plan of how I'm going to do it once I figure it out. Not a lot more like community gatherings is necessarily the answer, but if you see someone struggling, you know, just stop and offer your offer a hand, you know. If not, like, if they don't take it, who cares? At least you offered. Just rest on that. There's just a lot of stuff that I see day to day that really kind of makes me sick. But around here, I've noticed the good also kind of outbalances that at times. But people really got to want it. Do you think people here in Upper Valley have a sense of what community really is? I think some have their own individual vision of what it is, and it kind of mimics a lot of other people's, but honestly, no, I really don't. It's just like going to church every Sunday, but then by Monday breaking everything you're preaching within those doors. It's a weird, sickening motion and action that I've seen for years now, not just around here, but other places, and I don't really know how to take it. It definitely offends me having to see it, live through it. Think about a time when you felt like you were a valued member of this Upper Valley. I think the last time I was a valued member of this society, I was in eighth grade playing in basketball. And I'm not going to brag, but like I was pretty good, I like to think. And a lot of people kind of got on this bandwagon of thinking I was going to go like to the pros. But I didn't. And as soon as they realized I didn't, it just kind of all fell apart. People stopped coming around, hitting my phone up you know, wanting to hang out. And I've done my fair share to kind of ruin that relationship with a lot of people. But even when you're trying to rebuild it, a lot of people just don't want to accept it. And it could be like the minimal damage done and they they just push you to the side. Like, I don't really care, you know, I don't need you. I don't want you around, you're a scumbag. That's pretty much how society around here looks at it. Let's go back to when you was in eighth grade and you were this outstanding athlete. Uh, you're saying people was really liking you based on your abilities as a basketball player. How did that make you feel? Good, accepted, like I mattered to a lot, well, not a lot of people, but a pretty big amount. <laughs> there was never a day I went without somebody, you know, being like, yo, let's meet up after school, let's hang out, you know, during this, this, and this time, or just simply like high-fiving me, acknowledging me walking down the hallway. Mm-hmm. When that was happening during your younger age, did you feel accepted? To an extent, I did. I knew there were people out there that still, you know, hated me based on certain things, but... Explain, what are those certain things? Well, skin color, race, just the way I acted, mental disabilities, anything. Simple stuff that was different from them, and they just thought, it's different, we don't like it, let us trample it every day. And a lot of them ran with that mentality. Now, when you was feeling that way in view when it was kind of lifting you up and being more appreciative of you based on your skill level and your skill set and things of that nature. When you say positive, I mean, I'm assuming that that was something that you really embellished on, right? Yeah, it really was. Did you ever thought it was going to end? Is that, is that a feeling that you probably thought was going to last a long time? I mean, in the back of my mind, I didn't think it was going to end, but something kept telling me, I don't know, don't get attached to this feeling. Don't get attached to any of these people because eventually it's going to come to an end. Whether it's your fault or not, mm-hmm. they're always going to find something that's going to benefit them more and move on. Now you're a little older. You're, you're, you're not 
in eighth grade no more. You're not playing this, you're not this athlete like you was in eighth grade. And obviously, you know, times change. Where are you now? Where, I mean, where are you feeling? that you feel like you're a part of this community? Cause, and the reason why I ask that because when you were in eighth grade, you felt like you was accepted. You felt like you was a part of this community. Now that you're not that athlete that they probably thought you was going to end up being, do you still feel like you feel like you're included or part of this this community? Definitely not. <laughs> not at all. I'm not going to say everybody doesn't have their own reasons as to why I'm not, but like I definitely don't feel like I am. I go probably at least yeah, I'd say every day out of the week just kind of chilling by myself, listening to my music, just staying away from society cuz I know every time I walk out the door all eyes are on me, whether it's in a good way or a bad way, they're looking. Is that, is, is that something that you miss? That feeling of being included and feeling of being a, a part of a community? Yeah, sometimes. It just, I remind myself of how lonely life has gotten since all that kind of ended. And it makes me sad, but I'm learning to deal with it. I don't know. It's just like, if you're going to leave someone when they're at their worst, then you never really cared, and that kind of keeps me going day to day. So let me ask you this. What would you like to see more of to encourage even more inclusion in this community? Honestly, just not judging another person without knowing their story first. That's the message I try to spread. So regardless of whether you're not in that area or not in that part of life, you're in the eighth grade and you're this athlete. Now you're not. You're older. You, you know that obviously you're not in eighth grade anymore. But you would want people to be more. I guess you want, would you want people to be the kind of the same treat you. And I'm reason why I'm saying it because you did state that now that I'm not playing sports anymore, I'm not an athlete anymore. That should not change the way people treat you, right? Yeah, in a sense, like, I don't know. For a little bit there, I kind of think, or I kind of thought that it was a genuine, you know, feeling that they were giving me. And then, like, shortly after it stopped, I kind of realized it was never there to begin with. So, like, who really, who's really going to stop me from doing what I want to do, you know, Mm -hmm. other than myself, just as long as... I stick to the plan, just keep to myself, and I don't need any of it. I know my potential. They don't. I want you to do a deeper dive when you say genuine, a genuine feeling. Uh, you felt that the, the feeling that you was receiving from them was genuine. Tell me a little bit more about that. <laughs> In my experience, people lie a lot. So, I mean, a person who walks up to you on the street you know you've known them for years they tell you they love you you know if something happens to you they're going to be heartbroken all that that same person can turn the next day and still stab you in the back and take everything you have and that's a lot of what i see around here nothing's ever really genuine nothing ever really is truthful when people say it have you experienced that (laughs) more times than i can count a lot how would you change the behavior in the in the upper valley as far as when it comes to community being a part of community how would you change that i mean change it to the point where you were the feeling that you had in the eighth grade okay you had that feeling people was genuine about their feelings about you they 
you know, they was accepting you, whatever. What would you want them to do? How would you want that to continue now? How, how would you, how would you want that to continue now? I don't know. It's just the simple stuff in my mind. Just saying, what's up? If you see me in public, don't like turn away and shun me. You know, you don't got to go like all out. Like, hey, let me get a picture. You know, sign this, whatever. Just like acknowledge me like a human being. Don't just shoot me a look like I'm some scumbag. That's the biggest change that I've known and noticed on a day-to-day basis since since I stopped doing what I used to do and I picked up some new hobbies, I'm not gonna lie, and that's, I think, a big part of why people look at me the way they do, but I don't know. It's like even when you're going out of your way to fix that, they still just can't forget what you did or they can't look at you under that same light. Do you ever think that it would be a part in your life being here in Upper Valley where you could get that feeling of again, that feeling of acceptance in this community in the Upper Valley? You ever think that might uh, come back? You ever think that you might experience that again? Uh, I like to think someday it might, but it's not really my main focus anymore because it's, it's been so long. It just doesn't really entertain my mind anymore. What would you to make? What, what would you do to to see that that happened? Or is there something on your part that you could do or would want to do to get that feeling back or get to that point where you 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 feel like you're part of this community and people can accept you for just who you are, not what you were, but just being a person? Do you ever think it would get that way? And if it's so, what, is there anything on your part that you can do to help get to that point? Yeah, I think there's a lot I can do on my part, especially. I think, I don't know, a lot of people are set in their ways, have their own outlook on you regardless, but there's only so much I can do. What I can do, I don't know. It's different for every person, but, you know, I can keep trying, but I'm not going to, like, slave myself out for it. Is there anything else you want to add? Anything else that you want to add or comment on? Because, again... What you're saying, I mean, is pretty enlightening because you have been here for how long in the Upper Valley? Since I was, like, probably 15. Younger, maybe. Older. So you've been it's here It's been a long time. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to comment on or you want people to know about the community and impact on that it has on you here by living here? And, and maybe what's some things that we can do to change that? Honestly, only thing I want to people to know is not every person's bad no matter what their situation is there's always a good soul out there you can't take you can't do a snap judgment on a person because like what you see isn't always what you get it's like the person who might not dress the best or look like a scumbag to you might be somebody else's family their best friend you know and you might not like what it is they do you might not like what it is you see but somebody else does, and, I mean, just try to think of that before you just act senselessly, you know? Before we go, is there, do you have a sense of community right now? Is there any sense of community that you experience right now here in the Upper Valley? No, honestly, no, there's not. There's a whole lot more bad energy going around, like, just people not only taking snap judgment, but also, like, I don't know. They'll actually, like, get pretty violent with you if you 
don't meet their standards in life, it feels like, and it just, it's not a good feeling. I don't even feel safe walking out the house anymore half the time. I always got to look over my shoulder, even in these small areas, because, like, a lot of people just want to do what they want to do without feeling a regard for anybody else. It's sad what the world's come to, honestly. But at the same time, it's also come a pretty far, pretty far from where it was. Anything else you'd like to share? Not at the moment. I'm good. Well, thank you for our t- today's guest for sharing their experience of inclusion and exclusion here in the Upper Valley. If you would like to lend your voice and your experience to this podcast, please contact us at Intersections, I-N-S-E-C-T-I-O-N, with an S, Intersections, at C-A-T-V, the number eight, dot org. Again, that's intersections at C-A-T-V, the number eight, dot org. Thanks again for our guests. Thank you for listening to C-A-T-V Podcasts. If you found this episode interesting and would like to find more Upper Valley content at C-A-T-V, please visit our website at C-A-T-V 8 dot org. That is C-A-T-V, the number eight, dot org. You can find all of our podcasts under the Listen section on our homepage.